boys, um, what's the weather like where you are? It's a little chilly today. <laughs> <laughs> it's Steel City Dan weather. That's it what is, it is. It's 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 hoodie and shorts weather. That's literally basically what I'm wearing. It's just a zip up hoodie. It's it's amazing. It's it's that slow transition into fall. Give it to me. The sun is out. The key. The sun is out. That's the big thing. But we're we're getting there. Yeah. So it's like seventy degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let- we're- that's borderline hoodie and shorts weather to me anyways. I feel like it needs to be like 60 then I'm comfortable because I could like sweat still. Right. So the thing about like today, I think the high was like 73 and the lows in the 50s. Um, it was one of the, like the you wake up and it's chilly enough that, you know, you're in a hoodie and shorts until around lunchtime and then like the sun like dan said if you're lucky and the sun is out it like warms the house up and everything else up and then you can transition into your old summer attire yeah that's that's perfect that's perfect for me where it's warm enough in the afternoon where it still feels like summer you got the fall starting your day and then you finish back. You finish back with the hoodie and the shorts mm-hmm. to end the day as well with the days getting shorter, which I'm not a fan of. But if it gives me hoodie and shorts, weather, I'm taking it. I'm taking it and I'm, I'm enjoying it. But like this, this week is supposed to be crazy. It's supposed to be 80 here tomorrow. And then the h- high on Saturday is 63. <laughs> That's a little chilly. Yeah. That one's a little chilly for me. So we're at a. We're in a crazy situation right now. We can't decide which season it is. We're doing a home tailgate for the pit game on Saturday. The game kicks off at noon. So we're doing a home tailgate that starts at like eight in the morning with the high of 63. I'm like, we're going to have to take our winter jackets to my parents' house to tailgate in for a game on September 20th or whatever the hell it's going to be on Saturday. Yeah. So that I, I'm not necessarily a fan of that. Well, in my neck of the woods, it is beautiful weather outside. But there's one problem. California's on fire. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah. So yeah, that's an issue. That's we an can't issue. go outside. It is the weirdest thing. And like, I, I appreciate people calling me and like texting me and stuff. Cause anytime there's fires in California, people think that I'm on fire. So like they, so I just get phone calls. So I'll have like, I'll wake up in the morning and like me and Siobhan both have text messages from like everybody from home saying, you know, friends, family, whatever, asking us if we're okay. We're fine. Nothing's happening like next to us. It's all NorCal right now. Not saying there couldn't be other fires, you know, somewhere else. But our sky is like this weird orange color and it is smoky as like it's it smells like there's like rib fest is going on down the street. That's what it smells like outside all the time. And like you just can't go outside. It's it's weird. I've seen some of those photos from LA of like the sun rising, but the sky is already orange and it's just like, yeah, it looks nuts. Yeah, it is pretty nutty. But one place we don't live is Denver and it's snowing there. (laughs) I don't know how anyone can live in a place where it snows in September. And you guys know I hate, I hate precipitation of all. I just hate it, period. I can't stand it. Like, I don't like clouds. I don't like anything. But like, it snowed there last week for like two days. And we that's like com- not that far away from you, Dee. Like, <laughs> it's not that far away. It's not. I don't want that. No, I don't want that either. Not yet. We had this conversation over the weekend with some friends where the 
the locations of some of the best cities in the, in America make absolutely no sense. These cities that are amazing, like New Orleans and Houston, hmm. like they're in places that suck in terms of the weather a lot of the year. And the geographical location of these cities just doesn't make any sense. Like, why did they choose to pick a city that's under sea level? That's not a good idea. But the city's amazing. So it's all these cities you want to travel travel to. Denver, why are you up that high? Like, I'm sure we could get that thing a little bit lower and enjoy some more sun and not as much snow. And if you want to go, you travel to there. I just, you know, some of these locations, you know, our forefathers didn't do us any favors picking these cities. <laughs> Yeah, how did people like settle in Denver? Did they climb and climb and <laughs> climb? And then they were like, no, I'm done climbing. We're done here. This is, this it. is the end of the road. I don't care. Uh, this is where we're living. We're building the city here. We're building it. <laughs> we, it's funny because like I was talking about this this weekend about Miami because there's, you know, it's hurricane season going on. And I was like, it just must suck to live in Miami knowing that like once August whatever hits, you have to just start like getting ready for the possible evacuation right because you know that it's not out of the realm of possibility that that's just going to happen to you not saying it'll like destroy the city like it has in the past but it's just like every year you know like between these times it's you have to go that would just i'm like is it worth it and also founding fathers why did you put a city down there <laughs> why is there a great city down there are great cities down in florida too many great cities in Florida that just get wiped out every couple of years. It's just not right. Yeah, makes absolutely no sense. Well, guys, uh, now that we gave everybody their weather report from around the country <laughs> and blamed our founding fathers for stuff, uh, welcome to the Brunch Breakdown. I'm Didi out here in L.A. Dan and Chris are in Pittsburgh, and we have a uh, very, very nice menu of things that I hope we, all, we get to all of them today. We're going to talk about uh, Dan and Chris went to Deep Creek. They got away. Chris finally got away. I feel like Chris needed to get away more than anybody I've ever met. So <laughs> we'll be talking about that here in a few. Um, the Fresh Prince House is on Airbnb, and uh, we're going to talk about where we would like to stay in a TV house or a movie house or a, you know, maybe it's a sports stadium, whatever. We'll talk about that. And then we are going to have a very heated debate about ranking desserts. And uh, we will tell you more about that here in a bit. And plus, we'll talk about what we are listening to in music. But let's get it started, guys, with Get It Off Your Chest. Dan, get it started. What I'm going to get it started with is something that's a little near and dear to my heart because I'm Dan the property man. In one of my lives. And I live in a townhouse complex that has a homeowners association or an HOA. And usually I'm a f I'm fairly a proponent of these things because, yes, they cost you every month. You have to pay an HOA fee every month. But to not have to worry about the things that they take care of is usually a beautiful thing. Not have to worry about a yard, not worried about some other maintenance. There's an issue with your roof. Oftentimes it falls on the HOA. The sucky thing about the HOA is that they usually have control over things and you don't get to voice your opinion over. And unfortunately, my complex received a notice from our HOA this week that says you can no longer have a grill on your outside deck. No grills. What? Any Whoa. type of grill. Whoa. Yeah. And along with some other things like no string lights, like you guys have seen like the bistro lights that we have up there, which aren't even on every night, but 
it's one thing to control the front of the house and how it looks so it fits the standard, but now they're controlling the back that nobody can see. Where in the hell am I supposed to put my brand new grill that I just got, by the way, a week before this came this came out? <laughs> a week before it came out, I got this big brand new grill that I was so excited to use. And I was absolutely furious, furious when this note came across from our HOA of all the things that you cannot have outside on your front porch, your back porch, your deck. You can't have anything anywhere, basically, anymore. HOAs blow. I'm, I'm done with them. I'm absolutely done with them. Because now there's like a revolution coming in our complex about people. <laughs> other people are emailing, like have this email chain going about like, we're not going to stand for this. Just because the HOA can do something doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. And I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. Down with the HOA. We're voting these sons of bitches out of office. And so there's a revolution going on here. And I own property that has an HOA that I've dealt with. I've been in this one for a while. I'm usually okay with them, but down with them. Forget them. If they're going to be pulling shit like this, garbage like this, we've got a revolution coming in your way. Big time hurt. I'm going to be putting all the lawn ornaments out on the house. I'm going to be putting flags, draping them anywhere. <sighs> Find my ass. Let's go. I'm here for it. So okay. that with HOAs, boys. I'm sick of them. No I, Come on. I got a couple of things here. Number one, um, you saying that it, a revolution's coming has me picturing you and like the reboot of Les Mis, but it's in your, like it's in your neighborhood. <laughs> yes. And you guys are going to barricade the street. Oh, we're going. Let's go. <laughs> I don't but, even know what to say. I, yeah. I don't know what to say. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. You guys are taking down the HOA. Why don't you just become the head of the HOA? I might have to now. We're voting every single one of those a-holes out of office immediately. The next meeting, and all their meetings are virtual now. So it's going to be, we can't yell at them in person, which isn't as fun, but they, we've got their names on a list, and I'm just glad that other people felt the same way that I did, and hopefully something is stirring that we can reverse these decisions. It's ridiculous. What's the justification that they provided? Or did they, they just say one. can't? They haven't given one, which is even more ridiculous, whether it's a, a safety thing. It's not like anything's happened, like somebody's unit burned down because they had a grill back there. And I would maybe understand, like, no charcoal grills out on the deck when you have an, an awning, something like that. There are certain things I get that might be a little bit more dangerous than others. But to just say none whatsoever and give no reasoning behind it, like the lights thing, I don't understand that either. So what if my unit looks better than your freaking unit? Okay, that's on you. That's not on me. I, and, I, and like I said, having all the fronts look the same, I get you don't want anything on front porches, whatever. But the back of the unit that is invisible to the street, that's where you cross the line. That's my unit, friend. I mean, they picked a they picked a uh the timing when nobody can really go to restaurants and the only <laughs> option you have is to cook at home to yes. say then you can't grill in the back of your house. Absolutely. Absolutely. Terrible know. timing for all this. I I've never seen something so outrageous dealing with HOAs in my career and uh, revolution. What kind of grill did you buy? 
Uh, it was a gift. It's a, I, my previous grill was like basically a tailgating grill where you use mm-hmm. one of those like little propane tanks. So I hate it by like oh, five yeah, yeah, or yeah. six a year and it did the job, but now I've got a nice three burner Weber grill. It's got a little light on it, which is again, perfect for this time of year where you pull up and the light shines right down on the grill. So I'm not grilling in the dark, got the full size propane tank. It it's, it's beauty. It, it's a beauty. I'm, hopeful that I can use it soon without being fined. Damn. Like those are things I can't even like hide that. Right. I can't even like, Oh, just put it off to the side. Can't do it. So it's not going anywhere. I can tell you that it's still out there right now. That's sad. I'm sorry, Dan. Yeah, I am. So get your picket signs ready. Get your picket signs ready. My God. I just, I can't get over the revolution. Join the revolution. It's going to be a revolution. I wish people I wish more people who are listening to this knew what your apartment complex look what you're like, what your housing, what your whatever the hell they call it, whatever your shit's called, whatever that looks like. Cause it's just funny to think of a revolution happening. And there. that yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. This townhouse complex isn't uh yes. isn't one that you see most places. <laughs> I'll be the I'll def- definitely be leading the uh forefront with the the elders behind me. My God. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. Well, I'm going to get this off my chest, guys. Um, Everybody has been complaining about Halloween being canceled, you know, like it's because they canceled it here. And that was, I think, that maybe the first one in the country. So then, you know, it gets shared everywhere. Everyone's like, oh, my God, they better not cancel Halloween or they're going to cancel Halloween where I'm at. They're going crazy. And guys. Don't care about Halloween. Care about Thanksgiving because those are coming soon. The recommendations to cancel how to cancel Thanksgiving are coming to cancel oh. Christmas are coming, guys. Like you're not sitting on Santa Claus's lap this year. Like, are you going to have buffet style with your family at Thanksgiving? People are going to be traveling in. That's not going to happen. And this may sound really depressing, but you know what? It is. And it's all your fault. Anybody who's listening to this who didn't wear a mask from the starting in March, it's your fault. That's why we're here. So everybody who's mad about this, know that it's all your fault. This is what you deserve. It sucks for us. We're not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to see my whole family. I'm only gonna see some people, some friends that I actually like trust and think they're safe. But guess what? It's all your fault, people. And it's coming. More people are going to be mad about Thanksgiving. So you're mad about Halloween. Nah. The recommendations are coming down for Thanksgiving very soon. Cancel the Macy's Parade. That's not happening or it's happening virtually or something like that. But that's not happening. Shit is going to be weird and it's going to suck. And it's all because you idiots didn't wear your masks and you didn't do exactly what you're supposed to do. And just forget that like, yeah, there's a pandemic going on. Everyone be safe. But you can't be trusted. And it sucks. It really does suck. And this is very depressing. But I'm trying to be positive about it and thinking that maybe this will get people to finally do what they're told. But maybe. But probably not. Who knows? <laughs> Dude, you're right. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. think about all that stuff. All that stuff's going to be yeah. coming up. Like, can you imagine what shopping during the holidays is going to be like? They already canceled all these Black Friday sales. Can you imagine having to try to go out to stores when there's limits everywhere? How much longer that's going to take than usual and especially now that you're a lot of people are going to be shipping and sending gifts more as it is anyways because they're not gonna be able to travel like you said i'm a big fan of halloween but man you're right this is the this is big time holiday stretch coming around and people are going to be canceling thanksgiving and christmas and all those things that go along with it the parade new year's eve is going to be here before before we freaking know it 
not going to be able to be around too many people for that either. Oof. Damn, dude, you're right. It's going to be a rough yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, we recently actually just started having some conversations about that because like we're planning to go to Wisconsin to be with Katie's family for Thanksgiving and then Christmas will be back here. And, you know, just having the conversations of like, everybody's got to kind of understand that like this is going to be that holiday we look back at and say, you know, that sucked. We didn't get to do a lot of the traditional things that we normally do. Um, and everybody's just going to have to kind of try and find a way to make the best of it. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be like, you're not, it's not realistic to think that you can have the big family parties and have everybody in there and it'd be safe. It's just, you you can't guarantee that. So I think it's going to be a lot of just immediate family being together because it's just lower risk, but yeah, it's a bummer. It's, it's a big bummer. Yeah, it's a big bummer. I just because I just saw all of the Halloween stuff people getting mad about, and I'm not the biggest Halloween fan, but I was like, this is about to get like worse because you just think about all those holidays, like that you're just you're grabbing you're you're grabbing food out of you know out of bowls that everybody's grabbing out of. You're everybody eats buffet style. That's really the main thing. It's it's like we're you know it's like somebody's mom or grandma or whoever makes a bunch of food and then you all just go in a line and everyone is coming in from shifts. People are flying in from all over the place. It's like, ugh, that's just something that's not going to happen. But yeah. for all you idiots out there, didn't wear your masks, didn't do anything. It's, this is all your fault. So I'm so ready to shame everybody for doing this because those will be the people who are the most mad about all of this happening. And like, yeah, this holiday's just got to be different. And it sucks, but that's just how it's got to be. I tried to convince people by putting the fate of football season out there. I, I did my best on this podcast to scare the living shit out of people by saying you won't get football. We have football, but we <laughs> they're taking our Thanksgiving. So, man, I guess that's the price to pay. Dude, yeah. Yeah. You know, the NBA screwed that all up for everybody. If the NBA had a little bit of trouble, I think it would have scared some people. But they, but they, they kind of got perfectly. Right. Yeah, they did it once, freaking yeah. perfectly. It's like you needed a little bit of trouble just to scare people a little bit. But mm-hmm. no, it was like, no, we have zero. Like, no one can get in the bubble. We have zero. We, we test people like 80 times a day. No one's got it. We're good. And then it was like, well, yeah, we're going to play football. Let's go. So, yeah. And then everybody doesn't care anymore. So we needed a little bit of help from, you know, baseball didn't do it. We needed the NBA to help us out. But, huh. All right, Chris, get it off your chest. Yeah, well, so kind of along the lines of of sports um, coming back and whatnot, uh, this past weekend for me, on a number of levels, felt kind of like normal life uh, for the first time in six or more months. Uh, You mentioned at the start, Didi, that uh, we went to the lake for a weekend and, and we were able to go there with some of our friends Uh, Luckily, we were able to get everybody on the same page in terms of, you know, what we would actually have to do uh, to be able to get everybody in that situation. And and everybody was very responsible and it worked out well. So that was great. Um, But what what really so we were able to do that, hang out with friends, um, you know, be on the boat, have some drinks and just enjoy each other's time, which was fantastic. Um, And the part that made it really feel like normal uh, for me was watching college football. Uh, we've had a couple of weeks of it, but this past week was really the the first one where there were quite a few games that you'd actually want to watch uh, that were on on Saturday. And um, 
you know, we obviously weren't able to be at the stadium, but we were able to throw our own tailgate. We were able to hang out, do all the tailgate things that you would normally do. Um, and, and it was a blast. And then the next day I woke up, uh, got in the car to drive home. It, it was chilly outside. It felt like fall. I was able to download some podcasts that, you know, were recapping the day in football that just happened. And as I was driving, I was like, I feel like I'm driving home from a road trip, which we go to a lot of college football games on the road every year. Uh, and it was just awesome to, to feel like there was some, uh, return to normal life, even though things still are very much different. Uh, I was very thankful for that. So that's what I'm coming into this week with is just a, uh, a, a overwhelming feeling of thankfulness because we were able to do that and enjoy ourselves. Um, and, um, you know, feel some of that, that normalcy again. So that's, uh, what I want to get off my chest is just that, um, it was a great time and I'm thankful to, to have that little slice of normalcy because for, for myself and my wife, Katie, it had been a really long time since we've seen anybody and, uh, and, and it was great. And, um, I don't know how long it's going to be until we get to do that again, but we, we were grateful that we were able to do it. Nice. Yeah, it was, it was a, that was a good time. It was nice to be able to be away. And we've talked about, this in this podcast before about if you have a chance to get away, freaking do it. It doesn't have to be that far. You don't have to get on a plane, find a way to do it safely, smartly. And that's what we did. And yeah, it was nice to be around friends that we hadn't seen in a while and not have to be thinking about all this other outside noise and stuff in the world and being comfortable around people like it was a normal time. And like you said, Chris, with college football on and, uh, you know, hockey was on, which normally if those are two overlap, it's the beginning of hockey season, but it's the, you know, going into the Stanley cup final. Now it was kind of cool to, to see those things and have it feel even more, more normal. So it was a nice, again, encouraging people to get away when they can get away from the noise because it paid off big time. Yeah. how did it feel Chris to leave? Cause like you went, you went a long time without being, yeah. I mean, yeah. Today's September 15th. Was it April, May, June, July, August, September? It was basically a full six months where um, the, the only people that Katie and I saw in person were uh, basically my parents and her parents. Um, we had one moment early on where it was uh, all of our friend uh, Slaw, it was his birthday. We did a drive-by uh, at his house. So we saw, like I saw Dan from our car. <laughs> we had another time where um, he had uh, some friends over and we knew it was pretty much our last chance to be around anybody in person. And we were there for about 45 minutes. You know, that's all we we really felt comfortable doing. And then um, since that point, we hadn't seen anybody other other than our parents. So it was uh, it felt honestly like I was a little bit on edge early on in the trip just because when you haven't been around people for so long, you don't like you don't remember how to act. It sounds weird, but you don't remember. And especially when the pandemic is still going on and you're like, well, I don't want to be too close to you, but I don't want to be a dick. But and we want to enjoy ourselves. But like, how can we do so? you know, comfortably, it, it took me until like the, the third day to really just start to feel comfortable with everything. So, um, it was pretty strange, but, um, but overall good, you know, and, and much needed. Yeah. 
Definitely. That's what I was saying a couple weeks ago, man. I I can't even describe what it felt like to just be gone. So like not to, it felt so good just to drive two hours. Like I've driven, like, I feel like driving to Target is the longest I drive. You know what I mean? (laughs) Or it's like, oh man, there's, because there's no traffic. There's nothing. It's like, it takes me no, no time to get to anything. So it's just, but that's, that was, yeah, it's, it's a great feeling. So I'm happy you got to do that, especially adding a kid in the pandemic and all of that stuff too. So yeah. it's good that you <laughs> got to get the hell out. But you guys did something awesome on this on this trip. You guys made did you guys make a omelet? Did you make a pizza omelet? Uh, I need to know. We didn't make a omelet, but I did pizza eggs. Um, which I learned that there was, despite like the level of detail we went into about pizza eggs and omelets on the podcast. Like still nobody understood it. <laughs> so Yeah. There's a so big we, like, discrepancy. Yeah. Told like you. as a group, we talked it out. We figured out what we were gonna do. Um and yeah, I don't know. Dan I didn't even eat them. Dan ate them, so I did. It was it did it worked out perfectly where we ordered pizza the night before and eggs were on the menu for breakfast, and so we had discussed it. And I asked Chris, I'm like, okay, to be clear here, because I went back and listened to it. And one thing he said was not the crust, but you cut up the pieces of the pizza. So I'm thinking not the outer crust. That makes sense. That's just bread. Turns out there's no like crust at all in pizza eggs. It's literally scraping the toppings off of pizza, which by the way, kind of ruins a piece of pizza. But anyways, you scrape the cheese and whatever toppings in the, the sauce off the pizza you kind of like cut that up because it's like, as Chris called it, like, can anybody cut up this skin flab of cheese? <laughs> <laughs> I believe he said. And then you mix that into the eggs. And guess what? It was freaking delicious. That I could get on board for. I felt way more comfortable than like pieces of pizza with crust included in in the eggs there because that's, I think, what really threw this whole thing off last time and just derailed the train. But it works out depending on the topping. It was uh, cheese and sausage, which worked out beautifully with the eggs. Uh, and I'm on board. I, we should have taken it to the next level with the omelet, but I was sold there with that version of pizza eggs. Well, so we we learned that there's a discrepancy in terminology when it comes to pizza. And right. I think it would be interesting for us to all talk about mm-hmm. is that like when I said there's no crust, like to me, like there's obviously an outer crust but the whole, all of the bread is, in my mind, the crust. So, like, that's when I said no crust. I was like, yeah, there's no, not, none of the dough ends up in the eggs. But Dan just pictured the outer crust and thinking I'm, like, putting the inner part in there. I could have, I, I should have dug in and said, okay, define crust. Yeah. What's, Tell me you, what you think that means. Are you including under crust? That was under the big, crust. It's yeah. that's basically what that is. But yeah, when I heard crust, I thought the outside edge of that. Didi, tell me where you were in this whole thing. No, I'm the outer crust. I would never have thought. Not that you're wrong, Chris, because you're right. That's still the crust. Like, the crust they yeah. call it thin crust pizza for a reason. Like that's the whole crust. Yeah. So like I get. So you're not wrong. But yeah, when you when I think crust, I just think of the outer crust, the stuff that Pizza Hut stuffs. That's what I think of as crust. Right. They right. don't stuff the whole pizza. That's right. They because just like stuff stu- the outside. Stuffed crust is literally the outside crust, but thin crust is the whole thing. Yeah. That would Which be great I, if it was just 
just the outside was thin. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? Thin crust? I didn't mean the, just the outside. But yeah, they refer to it and it means totally different things just there. So again, it's the pizza industry that caused this confusion. Yeah, because like when I think of like if you get like pie crust in a tin, like it, you get the whole thing. You don't just get the outside. Right. So I, I just like think of it as a whole thing. Huh. That's true. I mean, it's no one's wrong here. I don't P- think pizza it's just, discussions can get deep. You don't realize yeah, it, but they can. I just, I just never thought about that. Like, I never thought of it as a way. Because of course, if you said pie crust, I'm not thinking about the 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 pie crust at the top. I'm thinking about the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, deep. We go deep here on the brunch breakdown when it comes to food, <laughs> dude. Seriously. Also, here's a random brunch note. Um, my daughter Sersha is a brunch eater now. She does not eat pancakes in the morning, refuses. She'll have fruit in the morning. She'll have like uh, maybe she'll have any like she'll have yogurt in the morning. But then I try to give her pancakes like I normally do pancakes or whatever kind of breakfast food it is. She won't eat it. Lunchtime destroys it. <laughs> She's a brunch fan. So there's She's in that. brunch. She's in for brunch. Just like her father. <laughs> she's she's she got the good genes there. She she knows she might like pizza eggs. She might like pizza eggs. I'm. As crazy as it sounds, now now it all makes sense. And yeah, with the right toppings, it came together well. I was I was very pleased. Yeah, and and, and I will say that the the piece of pizza that we use for pizza eggs was uh, cheese with sausage. So that pairs pretty well with some eggs. You know. Okay. Okay. Still got to mix that pepperoni in. Got to get the pepperoni and like a buffalo chicken pizza. Yeah, that's where we might need to have another discussion. Buffalo chicken might be solid, but. We'll talk about that another time. (laughs) All right, guys, let's get into uh, the main course today. Uh, Fresh Prince, the house of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is on Airbnb. And you can rent it for a limited time. This all goes into they're doing a big reunion special and all of that. So there's a lot of press going on with like the Fresh Prince and they're doing like a drama reboot of the Fresh Prince and all of that. Uh, And I think this looks, this thing looks amazing. Do you guys look at the listing? Yes. Like... They they made it all look like the house. I just I'm obsessed with this. It's only thirty bucks, which <laughs> right? Yeah, it looks absolutely incredible inside. Like normally that would be three hundred a night if it was a room yeah. that looked like that. But everything you get uh, that's included, we'll we'll put the the link up. But that would be amazing to be able to be in like you and you get like a pair of Jordans, right? And you yeah. play basketball and you have access to the pool and you're there by yourself it's this is pretty amazing it's the it's the exterior house from the show yeah i'm i'm all in i'm all in for this but uh it got me thinking guys where would you want to stay in a a tv if there's something from a tv show or from a movie set or from maybe it's a sports stadium because they do this too i know the chicago bulls every once in a while they'll like make one of their suites like basically a hotel room and they like auction it off and you can you stay there like you go you watch a game from there you stay there like you stay the night do all this stuff but um where would you guys want to do this what do you got christopher so uh, the first place my mind went was like any of those house set tv like the 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 sets from tv of like the houses of the shows from when we were growing up. So like um, Fresh Prince would obviously be one, like the Family Matters house or the Boy Meets World house or 
Full House, which I know Dan, I don't think I was on that episode, but I know Dan is like real testy about it. So yes, that's under, not you, on my list. Yeah. Agree, agree to disagree. Right. <laughs> I, I'm picturing like, you know, it being. But it's supposed to be the right. real deal. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's kind of where my mind first went was like some just those shows that I watched as a kid where every single episode was in the same three to four rooms of that house. Yeah. I will say I'm going to go back to full house real quick because oh, I got very yeah, angry after that episode. The, the clip went, you know, everybody saw the clip. The reason the house, when we were on the street and the painted ladies is what they're called. The reason it didn't look like that is because that's not the house that they freaking used. It's like streets back from there on some other street. So they just use that as a clip and they looked like it, but there's a bunch of houses in San Francisco that look like that. So the one that they use with the red door is located somewhere else. <laughs> We're going to leave that there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love this idea. Uh, the, another one that I think I touched on in a couple episodes back for something different was the house from home alone because of how big oh, yeah. that house is like, give me big, give me bold, give me some like Richie rich. Give me that. Give me that estate. Blank check. Give That's me what I was just thinking. <laughs> give me blank check with everything he bought in it. Most most Sinbad movies have a big house in it that I would like to stay in. <laughs> just, so any, just anything from Sinbad's catalog. I'm anything from his, from his catalog. The house guest. That was probably a, a. I remember that being a pretty nice house. First kid. First I mean, kid. Was a yes. House, yes. Right? First kid. There you go. There you go. Dude. Great houses in Sinbad movies. Is um, there a is there a big house in Jingle All the Way? Ooh. That's the one where him and Arnold Schwarzenegger are like right. fighting over a toy. I right? can't remember if there's a big house in there. There's got to be. Because that's that's my favorite Sinbad. Well, it's going to be on TV in like probably three weeks. So yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and then give me give me the set. This is this is one that like, you were more talking about, Chris. Like the set. Give me the set. From the OG Willy Wonka movie. Give me the set there and let me just rain free, eating things out of the sky, drinking out of the chocolate river. Dan's going to go all Augustus Gloop in that situation. Oh, no doubt about it. I'm diving in. I'm backstroking in that thing. Just <laughs> let's go. <laughs> the Richie Rich house is the one that like I, I immediately when I saw this the Fresh Prince thing, I just thought Richie Rich. That's it. Because that was like the coolest house in, I mean, the freaking world. Yeah. Even when you watch the movie now, there's still elements of that house. Because some of the stuff is like, it, it's we've had that we have that technology now, so it's not as cool as it was back in like 1994 or whatever. The, the dad finder. Yeah, GPS <laughs> <Not> found. <laughs> It's like, yeah, that's an iPhone now. Yeah, that's that's what that is now. But like just thinking about just like the roller coaster he had and just like all of that stuff. Oh, it's yeah. like that house was, you know, incredible. But like any house from a movie or TV show that they had a butler would be big. That's the one where I would go. Like I thought that about one. I actually thought about Wayne Manor from Batman. I thought mm. about that one because that's huge. But is it like too huge where you'd get lost in being there by yourself? I don't know. But is, Al, is Albert there to help you? Alfred. Alfred. Albert. Whatever. Albert. Or you bring Albert. <laughs> Alfred. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that would make a difference. Because, I mean, Alfred can 
you know, show you around, tell you what doors yeah. not to go through and stuff. Yeah, tell me which book it is to get in the back cave. If I can get to the back cave, then sign me up for Wayne Manor. <laughs> you know? Yeah, any like, of those huge mansion houses. But would you want to stay in I was trying to think of some like reality show ones. Like, would you want to stay in the the house that they shoot like the bachelor in the bachelorette in? It's a huge house. Yes. I think that yeah. would be pretty sweet. Yeah. 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 As long as none of those people are there. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I wish they would put the bachelor house on Airbnb. I would rent it out for the whole, for, cause that house is humongous. I mean, how many people stay in it? Like 35 or something right. like that. So like, yeah, the bachelor house would actually be, that would be perfect. I feel like like uh, there's a lot of real world houses. Like back when the real world was Ooh. the real world, like right. those houses were in. I mean, those houses were insane. So like I would stay in a lot of those. Like the real world Vegas house that was just in the Palms Hotel that just like took up the whole floor or whatever. Yeah, that's, Ooh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> like that's the one. <laughs> this was fun. This I is like good. That. Yeah, I yeah. like that. If I, I had to pick a stadium, though, I think I might have to go Jerry World, as much as I hate the Cowboys and the idea of that stadium. Although I need to see more of SoFi Stadium, which just opened uh, in Inglewood. I mean, that has to be it has to be better based on the price tag. But that's probably the automatic choice. But Jerry World, at least we know and have seen a little bit. And you know that anything that Jerry Jones has or does has, you know, is every expectation is exceeded in every level in his private suite. So anywhere that you would stay is built for him. So, you know, it's the best of the best. Yeah. I had that. I had SoFi stadium on my list just because I watched that game the other day and I was like, all right, uh, there's a lot of shit in there. So (laughs) that would be cool. get $5 billion worth of shit in there. $5 billion. Like in it. I mean, cause it's funny because I the last time I was there, I was around there was because the forum is like right across the street, right? So when you um when you were going to the concerts in the forum, basically from like the fall on, you were in that like you're basically they put you in like a dirt lot that's right next to the stadium, which is no longer dirt. And but the stadium structure was up and it just looked like the Star Trek like ship. Yeah. That's what it looked like. It looked like if the Star Trek ship crashed in Los Angeles. (laughs) That's what it looked like at the time. And so it was really weird since we've been going, you know, it's been COVID. Like, I haven't been to Inglewood. Like, I haven't really gotten, you know, left my neighborhood that much. So when I saw the TV, I saw the TV, I was like, oh, my God, it's done. Oh, it's there. Right. You know, because it's like you just, you know, there's no concerts. There's no shows. There's no, there's nothing. It's like that was the first time a lot of people in L.A. saw that stadium for the first time, too. And it was just like, holy crap. They built a lake. They literally <laughs> built a lake. Yeah. Like that's that lake was not there, people. I'm just letting you know for anybody who watched the game, that lake was not there. That lake they built for the stadium. Jeez. And I guess the one what we the the Raiders haven't opened their stadium in Vegas yet, right? That wasn't they didn't play at home. That's this week, I think. This week. So maybe yeah. we need to reconvene after we see some some sights of that stadium. Because that could be pretty interesting a football stadium in Las Vegas. That might be one to add to the list as well. Well, do they have a translucent uh, roof? Because the announcers were addicted to saying the word translucent during that game. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, I knew it was cool, but they just kept, I mean, they were like amazed by it. They're like, you can just see through it. Yeah. Like, yep. (laughs) It's there, but it's like, it's not there. I'm like, yep, that's, that's what it is, guys. It's a, Yep, you can see through the roof. Yep, that's it. 
God. Which is going to be cool for, con- I feel like it's going to be really cool for concerts and stuff. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be like when all the lights are out, because for a football game, the lights are on. But like when all the lights are out for somebody, that's probably going to look pretty sweet. Well, guys, this is a, uh, this now is a topic that was hotly debated, I guess, in the Gates household. So I'm going to let Chris go to this dessert uh, debate that's about to go down. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I, just randomly, you know, these are the type of COVID conversations you have nowadays. You really, you have so much time at home that you dig into the deepest and most important of topics while you're at home. And uh, we debated between cake, cupcakes, pie, cookies, and ice cream, uh, ranking those top five. And as we were discussing it, my my wife Katie said, I like cupcakes more than cake. And I just started thinking, what what other thoughts do people have? Because that one like floored me. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, we got to take it to the brunch breakdown. We got to talk this out as a group and rank these things and determine it for the country. So those are the those are the five. Uh cake, cupcakes, pie, cookies, and ice cream. We need to rank them one to five or five to one. I don't know. You want to go bottom up or top, top to bottom. Doesn't matter to me. Hey man, I, I'm, I'm here for it. So do you want to go one by one? Sure. I'll go do our, we can go one by one and and maybe explain it. Uh, Should we start at the bottom at number each person's number five? Let's do that. Yes. Let's do it. All right. Well, Dan, why don't you kick it off? Because I feel like this is in your wheelhouse. Yeah, this is, this is in my wheelhouse and this is very difficult for me. (laughs) This is a difficult discussion. This is a difficult discussion because I, I, you know, constantly going through this and having trouble because I love all these things so dearly. Uh, I'm interested to hear when we get to cupcakes, what, if there's any more reason as to why Katie is so fond of her cupcakes, because I have some things I want to talk about. So cupcakes is not going to be five for me. And I'll explain why later. I'm going to put pies at five because... I feel like to get the best out of a pie, usually it needs to be accompanied by something. That something is typically ice cream. So pies are good. Pies are fine. I think a Boston cream pie is better, which you can argue isn't even pie. It's not pie. It's It's not pie. So there's, I've never just been blown away by a pie. The best pie on the planet is pumpkin pie. And there's only so many enhancements you can do. Love it, Chris. Love it. (laughs) <laughs> this is gonna. We're gonna argue so much. I know. This I is, can't wait. There's like pies are often dry, and I've had good pies. I've had bad pies, but I've never been blown away by a pie. So putting pie at five. I uh, listen. I, no offense to anyone in your family, but obviously they just can't make pie <laughs> because I don't know. Like I, I don't know how anybody could talk about pie in that way. If they ever had a good pie. So you just haven't had a good pie, Dan. I'm sorry. You haven't. Like, you know, no offense to the Knopp family. I, you guys can't make pies. Yeah. I, maybe I start buying, maybe start buying pies. Don't, I don't, do, but like, don't try I love them. the, I love the Eaton Park strawberry pie. I love it. I really do. But I can't put it above any of these other ones. I just can't. Okay. Well. Cupcakes are five for me, guys. I hate cupcakes. I hate eating it. I hate biting into them. I just, I hate the whole process of cupcakes. I end up just cutting it and making it cake and it's stupid. I hate cupcakes. They're terrible. Um, my number five is cake. Uh, whoa. Okay. 
Yeah, we are going to argue. (laughs) (laughs) My number five is cake because I personally am just not a huge uh, like sugar and icing fan. And cake is normally presented with way too much icing for my liking. Um, So with that said, cake is number five. And I'll roll right into my number four, which is cupcakes. The only reason that cupcakes are better than cake for me is because they're appropriately portioned. Because nobody needs more than a cupcake. Uh, otherwise, I mean, it's just too much all around. So uh, five is cake, and then we roll into number four is cupcakes. That's fair. And I'm 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 with you there, but I like cake more than I like cupcakes because I find the just making of cupcakes just to be annoying. I just hate I hate just I'm like, what do you do with this? Except turn it into cake. But I don't really like either of them. So there's that. <laughs> With number four, let's see, damn, here we go. I'm already like second guessing myself. I will put. Oh. You, you no. want to move? You want to move pie up to number four, don't you? And I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put ice cream at four. I'm going to put ice cream at four because there's a lot of God. ice cream out there, and a lot of it, a lot of it is just okay. A lot of it is just okay, like plain flavored ice cream vanilla chocolate like those are fine they're 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 fine but they're just they're okay and again also they're usually accompanied better when it's with something so like i love the pumpkin ice cream and the all the like there's oreo ice cream and give me a blizzard two days out of the week but i'm gonna put ice cream at four because and i'll roll into my number three cupcakes are number three only for this reason the filled cupcake game is completely different than a traditional cupcake. Traditional cupcakes do suck. I actually think, Chris, they have way too much icing. I think there's way too much icing on cupcakes compared to normal cake. There's like, it's like a two to one ratio, and that's way too much. So regular cupcakes suck. And if it were regular cupcakes, there are five. Actually, they're at six. But the filled cupcake game and if you haven't had one you uh, you haven't had a good one you need to go to a good bakery and get like a peanut butter and jelly cupcake or get a raspberry white chocolate vanilla cupcake no this is filling that that just sounds like pie like you're filling it with pie fillings it's like pie it's amazing it's it's the best of both worlds (laughs) i don't know man dan i think i think i think there are flaws in your judgment there's lots of flaws in your job. I don't like I don't like how you have to eat a cupcake, but I'm I'm making it work for the filled cupcake game. That's the only reason that's at three. You take the filling off the table, forget it. But because I don't like the it's not easy to eat a cupcake. They were never they were not created to eat easily. But that's why. And I wondered if that's why Katie had put cupcakes that high, or if she's just generally team cupcake all the way. I think it's just because it's like exactly the amount that she wants. Mm. Like, I think it's like the perfect size, you know? Interesting. Yeah. How does she eat the cupcake though? Does she like, does she cut it? Or like, does she do anything weird? I don't think, I think you should just, you know, take the the thing off the bottom and, and get after it. I think. Okay. All right. 
All right. So um, what's your number threes, boys? Well, we need Didi's number four, right? Oh no, I gave it. No, I gave it. Mine's number four is cake. His was cake. Oh, it was it, basically the it. same reasons you said. My, just reversed. Like, all right. What's your number three? My number three is cookies. Number three is cookies because I couldn't put cookies. I knew because I, I like cookies because anytime there's cookies around, I'm eating them. And it doesn't even really matter if cookies are like all that good. They're just like there. I eat cookies. I like cookies a lot. Like I'm taking cookies over cake and cupcakes because they're easy to eat. You know, I'm not getting icing all over my mouth. I'm not like trying to figure out how I'm supposed to shove this in my mouth or if I got to cut it in half or whatever you got to do. You just eat a cookie. You just grab and go. That's what you You can't grab and go with cake or a cupcake. You can grab and go with a cookie. That's why it's number three. Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, those are great reasons. I also have cookies at number three. I don't, I don't know that I have like, like a great breakdown. They're just good. Like they're, they're just good. But I, by process of elimination, you know, that pie and ice cream are going to be a one and, and two in some form. And I just, I just don't enjoy them as much as those two. But, um, I guess if we're getting more specific, like homemade over store-bought, obviously like i if we're talking about store bought and then we're getting into things like you know the um uh, things like like oreos and different like nabisco things and stuff then like maybe my opinion changes but we're talking about just like homemade cookies uh yeah they're they're solidly number three and definitely above cakes and cupcakes okay okay my number two, then, is cake. I like cake. Cake is awesome. <laughs> We're like completely opposite. Cake is really My good. Uh, I like there's cake. a lot of different things you can do with cake. It doesn't have too much icing. You can eat it with a fork. You don't get messy. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of cake. It's airier, typically airier, fluffier than a cupcake. A cupcake is so compact. So I'd argue a larger piece of cake is the same as a regular cupcake because of the aerodynamics of the fluff. <laughs> That's right. Give me cake at two. Give me cake at two. <laughs> what just happened? What are we doing? What are I have we no idea. Here? I have no idea. If All right. If we're evaluating well, these foods based on aerodynamics, then I don't know what we're doing. Change the game. <laughs> It's like Dan eats foods for different reasons. Me and Chris are like, it's good. I pick it up. I eat it. Dan's like, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, he I also like a-, like a layered cake because then you can get that icing at different levels and then it's got a perfect ratio. But meanwhile, the cupcake, you've got, you're guaranteed to get icing on your freaking schnoz because it's piled on there and you're trying to like eat the bottom of it. Like, forget that. Give me a fork. Give me some cake. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, uh, so I guess we'll do two one. Sure. All right, two one. All right, two is ice cream. Number one is pie. Here's why: ice cream is great, but pie is better with ice cream. And I love pie a lot, and I love putting both of them on each other. So I'm picking pie one. Ice cream is two. I just love them both, but I like pie better, mainly because there are pies that I don't need ice cream with, like strawberry pie great pie don't need ice cream with that just need a bunch of whipped cream with that but like there are pies that i need ice cream with that's apple pie apple pie is amazing dutch apple with the crust all over the top 
Stop it. Pie's number one. Ice cream two. Dan, please, please, for the love of God. Actually, Shannon, if you're listening to this, which you're probably not, get this man a really good pie, please. He's <laughs> never had one. He needs one. He's never had one. Shannon uh, Shannon actually confirmed in, in uh, Deep Creek that she has never listened to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Siobhan! Uh, um, so me and Didi are like, we're one and the same. Pie, number one. Ice cream, number two. Uh, pie, like, if you, when you take pie and cake and you compare them to each other, if you're talking about, like, having a fruit-filled pie or having a cake with way too much icing on it. Like the choice for me is easy. I want a fruit filled pie, any variety I know I'm going to love. Um, ice cream is also phenomenal. Um, I feel like I'm more in the mood for pie consistently than I am in the mood for ice cream consistently. So that's why pie got that little bit of a, of an edge and is my number one. Um, but yeah, pie, number one, ice cream, number two. Chris, I feel like you haven't had a good cake. I feel like you've had a lot of store bought cake and that's, that's a shame. I'm going to get you, we're going to get you a special piece of cake at our wedding. That's going to have the appropriate amount of icing on it. Ooh. Can, so like after you guys do your cake cutting, I will do my cake cutting. Can we do, yes. Your cake. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love it. Okay, you, guys, you, you, you guys will be at the sweetheart's table and then I'll be at like the, just the table right next to you guys. Now, I'm ready. We'll do it. We'll do it. I'm down. Guys, cookies are one. Cookies are one. They're the most versatile. You're getting way, way more flavors. Are you kidding me? The holiday season with the amount and variety of cookies. Dady, you mentioned how easy they are to grab and go. You don't need a fork. Uh, you can have a lot. You can have a little. They are perfect. You can have them year round. I don't want ice cream in January, in February. It's just, it's too damn cold. I don't need ice cream then, and I don't want to bake a freaking cake. So cookies, homemade cookies for sure, Chris. But there's a variety of store-bought cookies. Oreos. Let's go. That's enough to win you there. The variety of Oreos right now is outrageous. Uh, but give me give me cookies all day, any day. Cookies are one. Wow. I don't hate cookies at number one because I love cookies. Um, but your disrespect of pie is I take it as personal disrespect. There is it's nothing alarming. better. There is nothing better than a cookie out of the oven. That's the best thing that's straight out of when it's the most fresh. The other things really can't be done that way. There has to be some cooling down and all that type of garbage. But give me cookies out of the oven all day. That's something that someone who's never had a great pie out of the oven would say. (laughs) It's it right there. It's anybody who would say a cookie out of the oven is better than a pie out of the oven is just has never had a good pie. I'm saying it. Wow, that's your. It's alarming, Dan. Alarming. When this pandemic is over, we all need to get into a room together and present each other with our favorite desserts prepared in the most optimal way. And then we can really hash it out in person. Okay. I'm in. Yes. I'm game. So, Absolutely. At the rate this pandemic is going in 2023, we'll be doing our uh, dessert. Dessert roundtable. <laughs> yeah, dessert roundtable. I like it. Like, wait, when do... When do Pitt and West Virginia play? Like 2024 or something like that? Uh, when is it? Yeah, something like 23, 24, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. We might be safe by then. Maybe when they play, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll be ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's get into uh, what we are listening to. What's everybody listening to this week? Chris, get it started, man. Sure. Yeah. So um, I recently shared a song off of 
Neck Deep's new album. It's called All Distortions Are Intentional. I think uh, the song I put on the playlist was uh, Sick Joke, uh, but I've been taking more time to dive into just that entire album, and I really like it. So I'm going to put on probably one or two more songs from that album. But, uh, you know, Neck Deep is, if you're not familiar with them, they just, you know, they keep evolving and they they really don't miss with their albums. They, each album keeps getting better. They, they evolve uh, bit by bit. If you listen to their, their first studio album up until now, um, it's really impressive. They're on the top of the game in terms of, you know, that pop punk alternative genre. So um, I would highly recommend giving it a listen. And, uh, you know, I'll put a few more on the playlist this week from that. Nice. Hit it, Dan. I'm going with a new song this week from Didi, your dude, Marshmallow, teaming up with Demi Lovato. It's okay not to be okay. I was really curious when I saw that these two were teaming up how this was going to go because Demi Lovato's got such a wide range, vocal range, and she can really belt it out there incredibly. But you know, and Marshmallow can go either way, right? He can go with a really upbeat, poppy song, or he can kind of lay that low-key track down to just drive the track. And this is one of those ones that is. It's it's upbeat. Uh, it's a, got a really catchy, great catchy chorus um, and beat go along with it. I think it's another fire collaboration that at first I was like, ooh, okay, this could be interesting. Um, and Marshmallow has been really thriving on these like guitar lines a lot lately. It's not necessarily so much of just the electro in production to it, but the guitar lines that he infuses with a lot of these songs and these collaborations have been pretty impressive. And that's what drives this song as, as well. So Marshmallow and Demi Lovato, it's okay not to be okay. A good message, a better song. Nice. A lot of that, that song's really good. Um, a lot of what Marshmallow is doing, which is, it's sad, but a lot of what Marshmallow is doing is like what Juice World was doing, is what like um, Lil Peep was doing. Yeah. They're both dead, and it sucks because they were transitioning this this pop punk hip hop sound that like you're going to hear a lot of. Like you're going to hear it's it's all happening. Like I'm watching it happen as I'm at work, and we're getting sent these young artists, and they are doing this, and I'm like, yeah. this is happening. Like it's all happening. There's going to be a big turn in music where all of a sudden I think a lot of people are going to start. It, there's going to be like a renaissance of the bands in the sound of like the early 2000s. It's going to be really, it's going to be mixed with hip hop, but you're going to, it's, it's all happening like right now. I so love it. Get ready for, get ready for all of that. I've been start. hanging out for 15 years, guys, just waiting for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it's happening like i'm I'm telling you it's it's all it's all coming like it's yeah it's all coming down um all right so there is a song called phone down by Lil baby and cephalon don this song came out last year i never heard it until last week and i'm obsessed with it and it tells you exactly what the song says it says put your phone down yes dude you don't need it don't pick it up the song's incredible i don't know how where i was on the planet where i missed this song when it came out last year but like it, it's just a great song. Like I heard it and I was like, wait, who's this? Like, what is this song? I was like, I heard a little baby on it. Who's on the radio all the time now. And I'm like, this song's incredible. So phone down, Steph London, little baby. It is the perfect song for 2020 because I think we all need to put our phones down. Dude, <laughs> we all amen. need to put them amen. down. <laughs> amen to that. That's a, that's a great song. I'll take some blame on that because I remember hearing that song when it first came out and was just like, whoa. Yeah. This song is, is amazing, and yes, everybody needs that message. So 
appreciate you bringing that uh, back to life. Yeah, everybody take that message to heart. That's that's a great song, though. Songs with good messages this week, yeah. guys. There nice you go. Work. Yeah. Uh, my second pick is going to be uh, from a band called Stand Atlantic. Um, they have an album out called Pink Elephant and a song called Hate Me Sometimes uh, that's I think I think people would enjoy. Dan, I don't know if you're familiar with this band or not, but yeah. I think it's, yeah, I think you'd really enjoy them. Um, They're great. They're from Australia. It's a four-piece pop punk band. Uh, their vocalist, she just has an amazing voice. Um, this the, Hate Me Sometimes, this song is a great example of that because the song builds and builds and builds, and at the end, just the bottom drops out of it, and it's just her singing to, to uh, finish out the song. Um, so uh, I, this is another one where like, I'm introducing a song from the album, and it's an album that I hope to dig into more over the next week, so I may have more from it um when we do this <clears throat> this segment next week but that's uh that's one i'm going to throw on to the to the playlist this week as well big fan nice uh i'm gonna go in the alternative realm stick there and go with an artist who is absolutely blowing up in the alternative world uh young artist by the name of chris this is one is just for you beba doobie uh, <laughs> yes Yes, Beba Doobie, it's one word. Uh, she's absolutely incredible. She's, I think, like 20 years old. Like I said, in like the alternative world of music, she's really, really catching a lot of steam, blowing up quickly. Her debut album called Fake It Flowers is coming out October 16th. Highly, highly anticipated, but she dropped a single last week called Worth It, and everything she dropped, she's done a couple of collaborations. If you've heard... Um, What's that song uh, with Gus Dapperton or no, that's super lonely. Who's the other guy? Uh, Coffee for your head. I think is the name of the song. It uh, is. He sings on that song, but she sings kind of high pitched, which she doesn't sound like all the time. So we'll put on worth it. So you can get to know BB Doobie a little bit better. BB Doobie sounds like the person that wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> can you please. Chris, try to spell Beba Doobie. Oh, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say B, but I feel like you're going to say I'm wrong. It's one Do word. It. That's your spell only clue. It. It's one word. So go for don't, it. Don't think too hard about it. Just try. B-E-B-A-D-O-B-E-E. No, but no. Close. Kind of. But you're close. B-E-A-B-A-D-O-O-B-E-E. B ba do b, just like it sounds. I am. I can't believe that when I <laughs> I typed this in Apple Music as soon as you said it, I was like, I I can't. I, I don't even know what the hell's going on. But the, but that's the Dunkin' Donuts song. That's the girl. Yeah, you're right. It is that just got on the Dunkin' Donuts commercials. Is okay. is that song? Yeah. So if you've heard that song on the radio or on those commercials, yeah, uh, check out a lot of her her other stuff. But we'll put on Worth It, and yeah, she's she's gonna be big time. Okay, that's yeah, that song's the earworm. I mean, it's I just didn't I thought it was like, you know, the somebody at Dunkin' Donuts made the song right. to be honest. Like <laughs> it, I just, you know, it just says coffee and it sounds good in that commercial. I'm like, right. you know what? no, I want Dunkin'. It sounds good. <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right. Well, um, I put this artist on the uh I put this girl on the playlist a couple weeks ago, putting her on again. Uh Claire Rosencrantz, Beverly Hills Boyfriend. That's the that's the name of the EP, but also the song that I've just, I just kept playing this week. So 
big fan of Claire, um, 16 years old. Her dad produces her music. It's kind of like a Billie Eilish thing where it's like all in their house. You know, it's a just musical family. They make a bunch of great music together. And it's interesting. I, I really like Claire. So um, Beverly Hills boyfriend, Claire Rosencrantz. Check it out. Nice, dude. Yeah, that what was that backyard backyard boy that you yeah, had on a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Was a gr- yeah, great song. So I'm excited to hear that. All right, my third one. Uh, it's going to be the retro replacement this week. Uh, it's going to be Ray Charles by Chitty Bang, and here's the reason why. All right, I ever since I put Chitty Bang on the playlist a few weeks ago, have been dying to know what the hell happened to Chitty Bang, and we talked about it a little bit on that episode. So I did a little bit of research. I looked into what the hell happened to Chitty Bang, and I read that like at a certain point, I think it was in 2013, Zafoon just he he said, "I'm retiring from from this project. I want to focus specifically on producing." And you can look him up on social media now. Like he he just that's what he does. He's a producer, um, and and it looks like there's no like real definitive answer to what happened to the because like the band didn't it it didn't chitty didn't stop at that point he kept pushing forward he kept saying he was going to release an album called baggage claim i i can't seem to find it there was there were like a number of release dates where they said it was going to come out this and then it got pushed back and pushed back and pushed back um he's released a few singles over the last three years like one a year for the last three or four years but like they're fine. Like they're okay. They don't stick nothing like what the two of them had produced in the past, which makes me honestly so mad because they were magic together, you know? Um, but that just happens, you know, people go their separate ways, but, uh, we're gonna put shitty on this week. Um, cause I just had to, I just had to kind of dig into it a little more and find out what the hell happened. Interesting. Nice. I like it. Brunch breakdown investigates. Right. (laughs) Yeah. What happened? Who else would you like us to investigate about? I know. <laughs> Tell yes. us. Let Pet us know. Right down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going go, <laughs> to go with the group out of Iceland call uh, that many people are familiar with of Monsters and Men. You're probably with their, familiar with their song Little Talks, which came out probably close to eight years ago or so now. Um, it's a very festival friendly song, but they dropped a, they had an album that came out last year, but they're saying, hey, we've been sitting around. We've got an anniversary come up. Let's put out some new music. So they dropped a single called Visitor uh, off of what they say is new music to be coming in uh, 2021. So there's more electric guitar than usual. It's quicker moving than usual. Uh, They have the two kind of lead singers that work uh, blend really well with each other. And they do it uh, even more so in this song. It's usually kind of call and response-y, but there's some more harmonies going on in this song. I really dig that. Uh, their 10th anniversary celebration is coming up next year. So expecting norm, more new music from them. I was really bummed. I was supposed to see them live this summer uh, for the first time. They had to cancel that tour. So hopefully next year, but more new stuff from of Monsters and Men. Check out Visitor. Nice. All right. Uh, my last one this week. Uh, well, last week was the uh, anniversary of Mac Miller's death, which is like still super crazy to even think about. Um, and this song came to mind while a bunch of people were like posting songs and a bunch of different tributes to Mac Miller last week, uh, Miss Calls. I feel like that is a great Mac Miller song that maybe if you're a Mac Miller fan, you're like, oh no, that's one of his best songs. But I feel like that's the song that just should have just been, it's just a great song. Like maybe it should have been a big song. Maybe it shouldn't have been. Maybe it's just a song, a deep album cut that I love. But like Miss Calls by Mac Miller is just 
a great song and it came on that first album. And then I feel like that was kind of a, um, and when I think about the album, when I think about that song now, I think about it like, this is what he wanted to do. Like, this is the kind of music that he was like looking at doing. And then as we got to the last couple albums, it was like, that's really what he was doing. And it was talking about heartbreak and talking about these moments that, you know, that everyone can kind of relate to and not just like the party party thing. It's like kind of, you know, growing up into that. So Miss Calls by Mac Miller. I just, you know, song that was really in my head last week and wanted to throw it on the playlist. Nice. I, I like that. that song. That song is yeah. so good. And I feel like it would be really hard. It'll be really hard to listen to it. Like when we get around this time of year, um, you know, with Mac Miller, passing and like that anniversary coming up it gets hard to listen to his stuff you know like you want to to remember him but it gets hard and like that song in particular uh i think that'll be a hard one to listen to but it's such a good song yeah for sure yeah i'm gonna put one more on there because i heard it today and i couldn't leave it off and i can't wait till next week um dd you might be familiar with them the vamps uh their their songs all night and somebody to you or very, very uh, familiar and popular. They came out with a song called Chemicals, and that song will be stuck in your head. Super catchy. It's like electro pop, really, really upbeat. They've got a new album coming out October 16th, so Chemicals from the Vamps. We're throwing that one on at the end. Shouts to the Vamps. Shouts to the Vamps. <laughs> God, I've listened to so much Vamps music. I've been to Vamps concerts. I Yeah. So good. I, yeah, lots of Vamps. They are, yeah. Girls don't stop screaming at their shows. That's <laughs> the vamp. That's just all. That's all you hear at a vamp show is just girls screaming. That's all you hear. <laughs> well, boys, this was fun. This was good. Yeah. 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 This was it's good. good to be uh, back at the table once again, even though we had some, uh, you know, disagreements. We'll, we'll figure those out along the way when we get to our dessert no, round table we- discussion, but we're going to put this up on social media. We'll have a couple of polls of who do you think was right between Dee Dee, Chris, and myself in their top five rankings of those desserts. So please, please submit your votes. We'll recap those next week. Yeah, let's see. If you haven't had a good pie, go get one. Go get a good pie. There's one in your town, I promise you. I promise you there's there's good pie somewhere. There's a place called The Pie Place, like not that far away. So maybe I'll, I'll check them out up there. Please, please do. And tell everybody where they can find The Brunch Breakdown. <laughs> Uh, you can find the brunch breakdown anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether that be iTunes, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, you can find us anywhere. And of course, don't forget the full video episode that goes along with the audio. You see what you hear, you hear what you see, available on our YouTube page and our Facebook pages the same day, released the same day as the audio podcast. Uh, on YouTube and Facebook once again. And our other social media platforms, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook. Of course, you follow us. We follow you back. Love it. Well, boys, see you guys next week at the table. Brunch Breakdown. We're out. Peace.